0: focusing specifically on verbal and social self-defence. In this episode, we're going to look further at communications in the field of interruptions. So whenever you're telling a story, you might notice that sometimes you get cut off. And this is extremely frustrating because the story that you want to tell, it should be heard. Otherwise, you just shut your mouth in the first place. So if you're telling a story, And somebody cuts you off, almost never, ever pick up the story again, unless if your conversation partner goes first and says, what were you talking about? If you continue to tell the story without the other person asking what you were talking about, it communicates that you need to tell it, not that you want to tell it. Even though the story that you want to say is probably mutually enjoyable, by bringing it up again, it's just the wrong approach. If you do complete it, at best, the other person might enjoy it and note that you also need to get this off your chest. And at worst, maybe they're actually bored and they actually don't wanna hear it or they've got a time constraint. The exceptions for this is that if it's instruction or something that's highly important. So if this happens, then the first thing that you need to do is get the attention of the other person. And this is by using strong frame control. And then you use a phrase, and the phrase is something like, this is important, or listen carefully, or where were we? And then finally, pause after you've said that. Give the message and pause again. And this pause allows that beat in time that increases the effectiveness of the message. So for example, if somebody's just talked over you and you want to really get this message out or you need to for whatever reason, firstly, if you don't need to, then just forget about it. But if you do, then you just say, hey, say his name's James. You say, hey, James, and they'll look over at you. And you'll just pause and you'll say, look, this is important. You'll say what you've got to say, You'll take that pause and then they will realize that you respect yourself enough to actually go out and take on this approach. And that they will also have the information that you wanted to communicate. It's a problem solved. Now, let's flip this. Suppose that someone else is telling the story. Flip it around. Things always come up, interruptions and It's incredibly powerful to notice how this works from the other person's point of view because if someone else is telling a story, there's many things like time constraints, there's things that compete for your attention, there's other appointments or people or priorities that are just there in the room that just take up the energy and attention at that point in time. So if the other person does get interrupted, here's a few things that you can do. The first thing is that generally be respectful and you will get respect back. Secondly, is that as I mentioned before, if somebody else interrupts you or you get interrupted, you're not meant to pick up the conversation if you're the speaker. But if you're the person being spoken to, it demonstrates incredible respect by picking up where they were interrupted. Maybe saying, what were you saying? Or, trailing off with the last words that they were saying so they got back onto their train of thought. If you're really busy, you can demonstrate nonverbal signs to stop the person from talking. Use this with powerful body language. So, for example, the person's talking to you and for whatever reason, unfortunately, maybe they've got so much time on their hands and you are pressured for time. And so when you're standing, you're standing up, you're facing a little bit away from them, you're looking towards them, your eyebrows are kind of in a downward position, and this basically tells them to stop talking, but be discerning. Because if you go weird with this, you'll get a weird result. And if they're still not getting it, just be a little bit more obvious. Just put your hands up like in a stop position and say something just very similar to, I hate to cut you off, but, and fill in the blank space. Whatever you do, you're going to be fine. This is just a few tips and pointers to get you to do it in a more socially refined manner. Lastly, I'd like to finish by talking about the heckler, because if you're in a social setting, it's common that as a leader or presenter that you'll get a heckler, and it all comes back to what we come back to over and over again in this podcast. And that is powerful frame control. Because if you have nothing else, if you have powerful frame control, that you understand what the frame is and how to present yourself within this frame, then you control the interaction. So, if you want help with this, refer to the last episode on verbal self-defense. Secondly, once you've got that verbal frame control, remember that it differs a little bit from one-to-one because in this case, we're addressing the audience as well as the heckler. And to do this in a socially sophisticated manner, there's a few pointers. First of all, if you can make the audience laugh somehow and you can transition to this laughing with or at the offender and it depends on what your outcome is. Speaking of outcomes, if you want to have a good time, you're up at the front and you've got a powerful frame, you can do whatever you want. If you want to laugh at yourself with strong frame control, you can tease yourself. As long as it's not self-depreciating humor just to fit in, it will work out. If you need to really take control and this person is being mean, sure, you can refer to strategies like belittling or ignoring Or taking on those pity frames and taking on a super powerful frame for yourself. And from this point of view, it's extremely hard for the other person to take things to the next level above you. Basically, you're at the front of the room, they're sitting down. If you've got the strong enough frame, whatever you do will work out. So, in summary, as I said last episode, you are valuable. Now, this stems from my worldview, whatever yours is, in that we're created in God's image. So we've all got innate worth. Now, believe it or not, that is how we are. So you are valuable and others are also valuable. So you need to not only protect others, you need to protect yourself. And as a valuable person, others should be able to see that and others should be respectful to you, and possibly even grateful if you're at the front and serving them in some way. And as rose bushes have thorns to protect themselves from attacks, you need to have a strength inside of you that protects against attacks as well. The rose is said to be one of the most beautiful of all flowers, yet it's got those horrible strong thorns for whatever is going to mess with them you should be the same have that beautiful nature inside of you the person you are don't change just because society is mean and harmful stay exactly like you are but have a strong thick skin along with these techniques and strategies so that you have your thorns to protect yourself and this will play dividends in whatever you do